Welcome to the Artist Work Ethic Podcast. I'm Mike Pilak. I'm a screenwriter and filmmaker who's always looking to maximize my time and potential as I work to break in. In this podcast, I talk to artists of all kinds who have seen success in their fields about their process, habits, and work ethic. Today on the show is Shane Told. Shane is the singer for the band Silverstein and the host of the podcast Lead Singer Syndrome. Silverstein has sold over a million records worldwide and have toured the world with bands such as Simple Plan, Rise Against, and Story of the Year. All right, Shane, thank you for coming on with me today. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me. So you've got Silverstein, who put out an album a little over a year ago. You've got a new single that's more recent. You're heading back out on tour in a few months. Uh, you've got the Lead Singer Syndrome podcast. You're, you're definitely busy. How do you stay as productive as you are? Well. I'll be honest, man. Um, I'm not here to share any secrets because I'm the worst. I'm here to hopefully uh, get some out of you, Mike. Uh, I thought it was hilarious you asked me. I am a busy person. I think productivity is more a weakness of mine than a strength. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, there's a few things I've picked up over the years uh, that I try to stay organized, you know, in some ways, but if you asked anyone that, that knows me, uh, would you call Shane an organized person? They would say, hell no. So that's the honest truth, my friend. Well, I think I, I told you quickly over email, you know, don't sell yourself short. Um, you know, <laughs> I think, I think you've got a lot, you've got a lot of stuff going on and, you know, I think most people, you know, I think it, it for anyone to follow the, the creative goals and, and artistic, you know, endeavors, takes a certain motivation and a dedication to that because it's a much harder path than jumping into some other job. And and that's where I started this podcast was to talk to people who, you know, have made those leaps and persevered and fought through all that crap that most other people don't. That's kind of where I'm trying to get at. That's what I'm trying to dig up with this is what are the things that I guess motivated you to push Silverstein all the way across the goal line to where you're still doing it. What? 20, 20, 20 plus years later. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's really interesting, man. I think, I think honestly, for me, it boils down to the fact that I really care about everything that I do. Um, I really care about the band. I really care about the songs I write. I really care about the podcast that I have put out every week for, over five years. That's a lot of work. And that's a lot of consistent work. I think, I think that that's where it starts. And I think that for a lot of people, you you know, sure, they go to work, they come home, they watch TV, they don't feel particularly connected to their job, or what they're really doing. So I think it starts there. If you ask me how many hours I work in a week, I would have no idea. I don't have an answer. I don't keep track of that. I don't, I don't think about that. It's like, Hey, I got a job to do. Um, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to structure my day around some things that I need to do on a particular day on a particular deadline. And then the rest of the time is like time for me to watch TV. I love baseball. So I, I, I hope to watch 162 blue Jays games every season. Uh, I don't get to them all, 
but I'd love to. Um, so I'm not, I'm not a workaholic. I don't particularly love spending hours editing or, or hours working on a vocal or something. I do it because I'm passionate about it. I want to do my best and I care about how people, you know, see my work and I want, you know, if people are taking the time to consume what I do, I think it's only uh, right for me to take the time to perfect it. I think to your point, I, you know, I've always said that you don't need to sleep four hours a night to be productive, but being, you know, that like you said, consistency is really the key. If I'm working on a new script, I'm not the type who can sit down and spend eight hours, you know, across a Saturday trying to do something, but I can definitely take 40 minutes a day and just be consistent about it. And all of that time is going to add up. And I think that that applies for a band who's trying to launch their career or, you know, an artist or anything. If you just spend a consistent block of time, that's going to add up over the long run and push you further ahead than someone who burns themselves out. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I think that, and, you know, we talk about TV again, the most popular television shows, they have a time every night of the, like they're on, they're on, whether it's Jeopardy on every night at 7.30, Monday through Friday, whether it's a 90 day fiance that comes on at uh, 8 PM on Sundays. I know because I watch these shows religiously, they have a schedule. People know to tune in. And I think that that's something you can take away is okay. You know, whether it's uh, okay every week on, you know, this time I'm going to, have this like block of time booked with myself to be creative. I think having that consistency is important because so many times you're right. People will get, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to write an album or I'm going to write a screenplay and they're going to just go, 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 go get burnout, forget about it. Take so much time away from it that they've kind of forgotten what they did, lost sight of it. Maybe now they've over overthought it to where it, they think it isn't any good. And then they're back to square one. So, you know, keeping that consistent schedule is super important. It's important as a creative person, whether you're a musician or writing screenplays or whatever, to make, to schedule, I'm sorry, time to be creative. And it sounds weird because we grow up thinking creativity, like, oh, the moment strikes, like all of a sudden, like I see something and I'm inspired and I need to go write a song. And the reality is, especially as you get older, there's a lot of shit going on. It's like, no, I, I have to say, okay, Wednesdays at three o'clock, I sit down and I write every Wednesday. And okay, I can't get to it this Wednesday. All right, then Thursday, I'm going to get to get down and I'm going to spend that time writing. And that's going to be a consistent, you know, weekly thing that I do. And, um, you know, I, I think that that's a really good thing for creative people to remember or consider and i think it sometimes it gets a little bit lost by the wayside but then after a while if you don't do that weeks months have gone by and you haven't done anything creatively and that that can be it can be hard to get back on that horse you know totally how important would you say perseverance was to both silverstein initially breaking in and even even applying to your podcast, you know, you mentioned you've been doing it over five years. That that definitely takes a perseverance to keep going to see any real 
progress there. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, making a commitment, saying yes to things before you really know how you're going to do them has been uh, something that I've <laughs> subscribed to, you know, like quite honestly, like, hey, it's a good opportunity. Okay, sure. Like I'm in, I agreed to do a podcast. I thought I might be pretty good at talking. turns out I'm okay at it, but I agreed to do it pretty much without really knowing the ins and outs and really knowing all like how to, how to do it at all. And I, I figured it out on the job and a certain amount of that happened with Silverstein too. I mean, I think like the fact that Silverstein is five people and our drummer, if anyone, you should talk to anyone in the, in my band, it's, it's our drummer. Cause he's super, super on top of everything. He's also our manager, but you know, he would just, constantly be like okay we did this now we do this we booked this show now we booked this tour now we do this and like he can just con- consistently kept putting things on the books there were never there's never a break there's never a time on the schedule where we didn't know what was next and i think that that was really important for for per- persevering through some of the hard times because especially at the beginning when we were first putting out our first album and going on tour and like there were shows where five people would show up and that can be very uh, deflating and demotivating. But the fact that we said, all right, there's five today, there's 10 tomorrow, maybe. Okay. We're back down to seven. Uh, you know, it, you just, you keep building over time. And, and I think the fact that we were all, we all didn't want to let each other down, I think was an important part of, of being in a band and kept us going as well. And, you know, and that's, that's why sometimes I say like, you want to do something creative or start a new project. A lot of people say, okay, well, it's my thing. I want to do it. And if this blows up, I want a hundred percent of the money. It's like, well, okay. But if you have another person working with you, pushing you that you can push and motivating each other, like, Hey, we need to do this. We need to do this. So you're not letting that other person down as a partner for whatever your endeavor, I think that can be a really good thing too, to increase productivity. Almost all arts are collaboration at some point, you know, whether it's collaborating on the end product or collaborating along the way or collaborating in the marketing of it afterwards. I I talked to Benny from Gaslight Anthem for for a long time about collaboration. And it Mm -hmm. was kind of the kind of the same thing. You've got to have a partner whether, you know, somewhere in your life, whether it's directly on the project or just kind of pushing you along. And that's going to be a huge tool to your success. Man, I, I love Benny. Uh, I know you, you have limited time on your podcast, but I'd love to tell a quick story. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I mentioned our drummer, Paul, and, I'm, and you mentioned Benny of the Gaslight Anthem. We were on tour in Europe for festival season. And Benny, uh, you know, we're good friends with the Gaslight Anthem guys. And Benny had to go home. I think there was a death in his family, actually. So he he had to go home and wasn't going to be able to play this festival in Switzerland, this big festival called Greenfield, which uh, the Foo Fighters were headlining. So it's a it, you know, it's a big festival, like maybe 30, 30 or 40,000 people. So Gaslight Anthem, um, you know, Brian and the guys said, OK, well can we play acoustic or something, you know? And the promoter said, you can play acoustic, but we're only going to give you half your money. So they're like, well, yeah, F that, you know? So they asked our drummer, Paul, 
if he could learn Gaslight Anthem songs and play like the next day without like practicing or anything, just like listening to him. And Paul, being that he's a go-getter and, and highly like productive person, he figured it out. But what was really funny about the whole thing was, you know, we're getting ready to watch our drummer play for Gaslight Anthem in front of a festival crowd of thousands of people. And guess who else walked over to the stage to uh, to check out Gaslight Anthem that day? Dave Grohl <laughs> and Taylor Hawken as well of the Foo Fighters just scrolls over, like rolls over and and Paul's like about to start playing when he looks over and he sees the drummer of Nirvana watching him play drums for a band that he doesn't know the songs. Like, doesn't that sound like a bad dream? <laughs> it's, it's, it's walking out with your pants down. Exactly. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, Benny came back and the next day and resumed the tour, but yeah, it, it was a funny, uh, a really funny moment. And uh, Dave was like, we were laughing, you know, when Paul would, not, not like forget a part, but be unsure, you know? And so Dave was like, what are you guys like? What, what's going on? What are you guys laughing? And we're like, oh, okay, so that's not the drummer of the band. That's the drummer in our band. And he learns the, so learned the songs this morning. And Dave was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. And yeah, sorry to interject, interject that story. But um, if people want to listen to my podcast, Lead Singer Syndrome, these are the stories I tell all the time on my show. So is there anything else that, Outside of consistency that you think would be a good piece of advice for, you know, someone starting out on a creative uh, adventure? Well, you know, it really depends, you know, what you're doing. I think that obviously, like, whether it's on the podcast side of things or the band side of things, like there are different ways that things are set up. I think, you know, having your files and having your computer set up in a way that really makes sense is really underrated, too. Not just like opening your, your computer and having like your files just all over your desktop. Like I see people sometimes like that's something that I have worked on over the years to really make sure like, okay, I'm working on something. This is the like part of my computer or this is the, the actual computer that I use for this task. I find has been really, really helpful. Um, I think a calendar app that you like you know, maybe don't just use iCal or the Apple one. I don't, I use, um, it's called time page. Uh, I absolutely love this, um, uh, app for, for scheduling and it links up with, with Google and all that too. There's an, another app that some people use called OmniFocus that people are like, I, I know some highly productive people that use that. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like notepad, uh, iCal, and a to-do list all in one. It's a really, really good app as well. And I think like experimenting with that different stuff, I think is, is really, there's no, there's no reason to say like, use the tools available to you because, you know, for people like me, I'm very capable of forgetting a call like ours, Mike today, which I didn't forget by the way, but I'm very capable of that. So, you know, you got to play to your strengths and, and even more so play to your weaknesses and uh, and do what you can to uh, to stay on top of things. I think that that's that's really key. If you are if you're like me and you're not you're not very organized, then use those tools. Is there anything that you want to plug before we go? Oh, all kinds of things. I mentioned my podcast, Lead Singer Syndrome, which I talk to other lead singers. That's a weekly podcast. I've had lots of great guests. I had uh, Jeremy from A Day to Remember this week. 
Um, I've had, you know, Jacoby from Papa Roach, a lot of people in the rock world, but a lot of people in, um, you know, in other types of music as well. If you're a lead singer, you can be on my show. Uh, and of course, yeah, my band Silverstein, we are, uh, we released, we're releasing new music all the time. We have released nine records, uh, and we'll be coming to, uh, to a venue near you this fall. Uh, yeah. And, and you're from Jersey. Shout out to all the, uh, all the homies in New Jersey, uh, Starland Ballroom. That's a legendary, legendary room with some great memories. Um, so can't wait to go back. Awesome. Thanks for doing this with me, Shane. Mike, thank you, man. Thank you so much for listening today. Please subscribe to the Artist Work Ethic Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and please rate and review the show. Follow us on Instagram at The Artist's Work Ethic and check out theartistsworkethic.com.